Oh, good, we're live. Hello, dear star shines. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. My name is Christina with Life Audio Academy, and I am an acceleration expert. Uh, for those of you who are new to the chats, uh, we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us way showers, star seeds, new paradigm visionaries. We have perceptions and abilities that are different than the, than the average human family and, or perhaps what, you know, what they are willing to embrace. Therefore, we have very different um, perspectives to the experiences happening with humanity right now. And we are here to talk about those, those challenges and those perspectives. And I do, to the best of my ability, to bring a liberated perspective to these pieces. How do we, how do we walk these challenging times maintaining our personal sovereignty and our multi-dimensional nature. So welcome, welcome, welcome. As you guys come in, go ahead and say hi. Let me know you're here and let us know where you're from. Uh, we have uh, we have some interesting things to talk about. Um, it's interest It's also funny because I had something in my mind that I wanted to talk about, and uh, in my ten minutes before the chats, I realized I didn't check the Telegram feed, and there's some really great questions in the Telegram feed. So I want to include some of those as well. One of them being the um, uh, the distortions of uh, some of the geom um, sacred geometry teachings that are on this planet. And, uh, and so one of them is talking about the daisy of death. What is the daisy of death and how is that different than the, um, the, living, the living, breathing, um, uh, what some might call flower of life. And then, uh, and then talk about some other issues about, you know, how, how are we maintaining ourselves? How are we, what kinds of things is effective for folks? What kinds of things, um, what kind of recommendations I can make? Stuff like this to to help maintain ourselves through these super tense times. Uh, and then there's going to be uh, there's a few other things in here. Um, uh, without reading it all, uh, there's a few other things in here as well. Uh, and so you know. <clears throat> Now, back in the day, when I did, uh, every time I do these chats, I would do a multidimensional activation while within the chat. And that what that would do is like it would it would um, it would activate things within people within their um, within their being. And once that gets activated, they're able to be open. Their mental field becomes a lot more open to ideas and thought forms that. Uh, that before were elusive, you know, so it's kind of like, it's like we're, we're so used to being in this particular way, this particular pattern, and then when I would go and do those activations, it would totally shift that pattern, and then you would get glimpses of other thoughts, other ideas, other possibilities, um, and uh, as time goes by, you know, of course, we, we changed the format, and now we're more in this level, uh, which still works, you know, because as we are multidimensional beings, you're listening to me talk about these things, but I'm also transmitting frequencies. And if you have a, uh, an antenna and a yes to receive these transmissions, you're going to receive them and they're going to, in your, your subconscious, your spirit's going to download that and you're going to integrate, um, to, you know, your own pace. So, um, so we are all multidimensional beings here. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's uh, this. This really relates to the kinds of teachings that uh, many, um, many, many of us are exposed to, and uh, and sometimes people have some intrepidation or fear about um, going down the wrong path, right? So. Uh, 
Um, so I want to talk about that. But first, let me pause and uh, say hello to our brothers and sisters joining the chat. Welcome, welcome. Young chick named Jim. Um, I want to call you Tricky Tricky. <laughs> Um, hello, dear. Um, aloha, dear sister Joanne. Good to see you. And Carol, hello. Hello, uh, Beverly and Polly. Ah, okay, the fam, the family's here. All right, good to see you. Hello, beautiful. Hi, Sheen. Nice to have you. Um, so, uh, yeah, let us know where you're from. Let each other know where you're from if you if you're um, want to be open like that. Oh, uh, is the camera fuzzy? Is it fuzzy for other people as well? Um, on my end, it's looking uh, it's looking clear. So um, let me know here. Maybe I can bring up the video of my alternate thing here and see what it looks like. Guys, let me know if it's fuzzy for you. Let's see if I can I even watch my own broadcast. I don't know. Uh -huh. Turn down the volume. That's for sure. Up oh, it is. It's a little fuzzy, isn't it? It's grainy. Okay. Okay. Let me see if I I'm gonna move my hot but and see if that changes stuff because the camera itself and the this stuff is, is showing crystal clear on my side so um let me move my hot spot i'll be right back Okay, did that make it better? It's the bandwidth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, tricky, tricky, saying it's the bandwidth because it's not blurry for him, just pixelated. Not blurry, just pixelated. Okay, let me look at it on here too. Oh, actually, that seemed to clear it up on this too. Okay, uh, is it doable? <laughs> if it's not, you know, let me know. If, uh, I'll do, we'll just kind of keep rolling with it. I always kind of have some technical, not always, I shouldn't say that. I often have some technical weirdness go on. Um, as you guys know, you know, um, there's a, there's a lot of weird things happening and, and who knows with the, with the bots, with the technology, all that stuff, you know? <clears throat> uh, but anyway, let me, let me get back to where I was. So how many here, ask, I'm going to ask you a question. How many here, uh, in their awareness has this feeling or or perhaps are is concerned about potentially going down the wrong path like maybe following the wrong teacher or picking up the wrong teachings or maybe you're picking up teachings that um might be corrupt in some way are you getting exposed to something okay um please let me know i would love to hear this from you guys because um from my observation, I feel like everybody asks them, asks themselves this question, you know, and if you, in retrospect, feel like you have gone down the wrong path, you know, does that mean that it wasn't beneficial, right? Does, does that mean it wasn't beneficial or was it more of, oh, you th the path was something other than what you thought it was, you know? All right, chicka chicka. <laughs> okay, I'm just playing. If, if it annoys you that I say that, just you know, tell me. I won't. I'll, I'll use your full your full handle. Um, says I questioned whether my shamanic teacher was a Freemason for a long time. 
she was worried. So I was worried about it for a while. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And maybe there's some um, um, subliminal transmissions that might be in there. <laughs> right. It's like, what's this person doing to me? And I'm saying, yes, these transmissions, but I have no idea. Right. Uh, there's stuff like that. Um, could they be some covert agent for dark forces? Could um, they actually be initiating me down a path into further separation and fragmentation? Okay, that's often a question being asked. Um, yeah, I want everybody to to think about it, to, to just reflect on that. Um, Joanne says no. So good. All right, Joanne, you're solid, right? You never worried about that. Uh, perhaps it was just never an issue in your world. Um, <clears throat> so um, I bring this up in relationship to the teachings of Metatron's Cube and the, the Flower of Death, the Death Daisy. How I can know, I can't remember exactly how it was expressed, but I heard it said like that before. And I think it was dear brother George Kabasilis a long time ago. Um, I heard him say that because this is something that he brings forward uh, in his work. Many, I mean, for many years, and um, of course, is still still talking about it. All right, Trika says, yeah, I was I was concerned he could teach me the wrong thing on purpose so that when I perform rituals, I could be harmed but I feel more comfortable now with it. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Right. Like, all right. Nice. Nice. So <clears throat> now I post, I posted something a while back where um, the death daisy versus the true um, flower of life. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and a lot of people get triggered by that because they really love the flower of life and the flower of life teachings. And what I'm talking about is the flower of life teachings um, made, made known by Drangalo Melchizedek. Now, I actually studied with him for a short time. I was never really in resonance with him, but there was, I was like the serendipity and synchronicity brought me to a workshop of his in Sedona when he first came out with, the, um, with his new version of the Awakened Heart series. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I found myself there and, and that particular, uh, teaching was, um, what something that he said within that, that workshop really got me thinking. And what he, what he talked about was the original teachings of the flower of life. I'm talking about the years and years and years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, he's been doing this a long, long time. He said that that was a, um, a, uh, uh, synthetic version of the practice he was trying to teach. So it wasn't it wasn't a natural version. It was a synthetic version of what he was trying to teach, what he's trying to bring through to humanity, and that now this current awakened heart um, teachings he's he's putting out is the um, organic version. Now this is long. This was many years ago. This was like, gosh, now I can't even remember. I think it might have been around 2012. You know, it was like 10 years ago or so. And uh, and it was long before a lot of people were different, differentiating. You know, they didn't, they weren't aware of AI and the level that they are now, right? So a lot of people are really about, I want to be in the organic universe. I, I intend to unplug from the synthetic and, you know, this kind of thing. A lot of AI technology people don't don't even go towards because there's a fear or there's a concern that it is perhaps distorted um, and because it's synthetic, right? Uh, and I found that to be a really inter interesting statement because uh, it like it stuck with me. And, and here's the thing. It's like I'm so it's really <laughs> it makes me laugh now, but it used to be really frustrating back then because 
things would jump out at me that I didn't understand, but I couldn't let it go. You know what I mean? It was one of those kinds of things. And there were so many things talked about and done over that weekend that that wasn't something that I was going to, to that wasn't a hair that I was going to be able to split at that, you know, anytime soon. Cause at that time I was really concerned about the bifurcation timelines that everybody kept convincing themselves was an absolute, um, we were all fated to be on a bifurcation timeline with the planet. And every part of my being was like, no, it does not have to be that way. I'm not saying that it's not going to be that way because if everybody, if the majority of humans want that, that's going to be what happens, right? But I felt deep inside of my being that that that's not actually, that's not actually the the truth that it's going to happen. Like that's the prophecy, you know. And and let me talk a little bit about the difference between fate and destiny, right? Fate is something that happens when you're on cruise control. Fate is when you're, you know, flying comfortably on that jumbo jet, you know, you get, you get to have first class service, you get to have your cocktail, nice conversation, maybe a really great movie, you're flying through life rather comfortably versus when, um, versus when you are going after your destiny, you create that destiny, you are on the constant razor's edge of the moment right? You're on the constant razor's edge of creating and meeting the moment. And that means you're fully, as a multidimensional being, all of your senses and your awarenesses are engaged with not just your actions, but your motivations and your dreaming of things forward. And, you know, there's lots of nesting dolls of who you are activated and working together to create your destiny. Okay. So, Back then, I was super, super into, you know, speaking out about that. It's like, listen, the bifurcation timeline is a fate. It's not our destiny, right? But it takes humanity stepping up to themselves in a big way to create the destiny. That, that's true. That's, that's, that's the reason why they're here, you know. So um, way later, this other piece about the um, about the synthetic versus organic started coming forward and and this is when uh, you know Kavasilis came into to, to um, and I, I got to meet him in person and listen to one of his talks and and I'm always always been drawn to his work um, and that particular talk was talking about the daisy of death and the control systems and that we humans um, have there's mul there's a multi-dimensional cosmic empire that is um, dominating the consciousness of humans right now and pretty much commodifying our life force maybe you guys can resonate with that and one of the um, the things that um, people need to wake up to is on is they need to wake up to all the levels that which they are under control Right. So the first level that humanity has to wake up to is the um, what we see going on now, the, the technocracy, the, the corporate control, big pharma control. It's like infiltrated all of our media and our government and our lot, you know, the lobby and, you know, all the pretty much all the control systems of this planet are run by a small select few. Now, the um, amazing Polly does some really great research and she's able to connect the dots that it's like the same two dozen people that are on the boards of all these of all these organizations that are making that are making major decisions for the entire world, like the World Economic Forum and the WHO and then tie it into the CDC and the NIH and tie it into the um, World Medical Academy and, you know, all of these all of these 
these organizations, it looks like it's a whole plethora of populations making decisions and directing the, the course of humanity when really it's, it's, it's just a couple dozen humans and they're just all on the same, you know, they're, they're crones, they're cronies, they're all on the same board influencing things. So in, in the way he was sh shaping up is that humans need to wake up to that. They need to wake up to the, um, the banker, um, the, the banksters and the, uh, the elite systems in place that create the illusions of choices, right? <clears throat> Now, I think all of us here have woken up to that, right? We're, we're pretty, we're pretty on it. Um, um, but the piece I want to weave in here is that in my experience with unraveling blind spots and unraveling control systems for pe from people's subconscious in their bodies is that these forces are kept in place by more than just a group of human consciousness, a group of humans. It's also kept in place by the beings in our solar ring. And I'm not talking about just ETs in, in, air, in uh, um, spaceships, that's, that's not what I mean. I mean the actual planets that are within our solar ring are, are conscious and they influence our consciousness. They are actually the, the last layer of the collective, that 4D canopy, that 4D field that is blinding humanity. They're that last of that layer. And so as your consciousness goes beyond that canopy, that's when you start going into the Akasha and realizing that you've been on a never-ending journey and you know you know the face of death much more, much more than the actual face that you see in the mirror. You, you know what I mean? So these are all um, in Saturn is the planet that holds a lot of these control systems in place so there's all these, these there's these dark lords of saturn i, I um, i'm not the only one that calls them that um i've actually heard i was so i was so relieved to hear george Boslis talk about dark lords i'm like oh good <laughs> someone else can see it like that too you know so because he talks about it as well um but uh the the dark lords of saturn are the energies that are in our solar ring that really govern they're like the foundation frequency that all these other control systems on our planet is built on. Okay. And uh, so you have the dark Lord of religion. Okay. Now think about that. A structure is in place that governs our relationship to self, to, okay. To the all that is presence that is us. Right. Then you have dark Lords of military. Okay. Now this is a huge, because how long has humanity been killing each other over God? Right. Okay. Then you have the dark Lord of the, our education system, right? The whole indoctrination system that we have in this and well, particularly in the West. Right. Uh, so, you know, there's these, there's these pieces on med the medical system. There's a dark Lord of the med medical system as well. And it just keeps going. And the reason why I bring this up, because Saturn is a really important thing to remember here, because when, um, all right, because of the control systems are multidimensional. And so the next thing that um, he brings that he also says humanity needs to wake up is the, the, multi, the, the next layer of that multidimensional control system. And that is controlling of life force. That's the controlling of the feminine. All right. Now, the feminine, the, the, the need to dominate the feminine has been in the consciousness of humanity for a long, long time. OK, a long time, thousands and thousands of years, ever since the patriarchy right, came in. 
and and that patriarchy coming in wasn't just the turning of the tides like a political climate it was actually an attack on the feminine mysteries i mean like the temples of, De of delphi they they those that sisterhood was massacred the um the sisterhoods that held the secrets of how to um to have immaculate conception and uh, in other kinds of what we might call ascension teachings that all had to go underground. And it didn't completely disappear, obviously, because it resurfaced in our stories with the story of Jesus. You know, I don't think people realize that Mary, the mother of Jesus, not that that was really his name back then, because I, I, I kind of I, I believe that that was all distorted. Right. He really did exist, but not in the way that they convey it. But um, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was immaculately conceived as well by her mother, St. Anne. And she was 89 years old or something like this when she conceived Mary, right? So there's, there's these deep mystery secrets that come with the feminine force. And for many thousands of years, there's been this need of a patriarchy to confine and hold and all that stuff. You know, hence all the crazy distortions that we've done to humans' body, women's bodies over the centuries, right? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm getting to it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so these control systems, what I'm saying is that they're multidimensional. They are not just a handful of distorted families in charge of stuff. It's also the very geometry that we, that we believe is part of the creation of our reality. Something else I learned from Drumblow. See, there was a reason why I was there in that workshop, even though I wasn't in, I knew I wasn't in residence with him. I was there because he was revealing some really deep teachings that um, even he did not understand yet. And one of them was is that there are multiple golden mean ratios. And depending on what golden mean ratio was unfolding within yourselves, that um, that dictated what universe you were unfolding yourself within. Let that sink in what I just said, okay? That means that there are a plethora of base platonic solids, let's say, of geometries that life is mapped within, okay? So what that means, so as I die, you know, I heard him say that and just sunk in so deep because I was like, whoa, that that was important. That was like, <laughs> right? so it took me years and years and years of contemplation to work out all of the downloads and experiences I had there. You know, um, the other weird thing that came with that happened because he sets up all these grids and stuff in the group is that when I went to the group it was like all of a sudden I couldn't see anymore. My intuitive awarenesses were like super dampened down and I thought that was really odd. Um, not that I couldn't function, but they were not as sharp or as clear as they normally were. And I, I kind of seemed like to be the only one experiencing that. And I didn't know what that was about. But way later, I, I figured it out. All right, let me pause because there's a couple questions here. Uh, oh, 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 where to go, where to go, where to go. It had to do with... Uh -huh. The path has been windy and many... Okay, okay, I'm going to get back to that, Joanne. Something that... Oh, Metatron. All right. So uh, Tricky says, are you saying Metatron's cube, the daisy of death, is part of the control matrix and is a synthetic version of the flower of life? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that it is an engineered geometry that allows for easier control. That's what it is. But here's the thing. 
if your cell, if you're unfolding within the golden mean ratio that we currently embrace, okay, that that flower working with that geometry with the flower of life is part of the rungs of the ladder that you need to work in order to get to this, in order to get to the ceiling of what that is, and then you can bust through. Okay. Now things are highly accelerated these days. So maybe it's not like that quite like that anymore. For me, it absolutely was. I had to keep working with that energy over and over and over again until I reached that point where I just busted right through all of that. Um, all of those um, uh, patterns uh, of, you know, that were um, in my system. And once I did, I, I experienced like a liberation. I can't believe it. it was really cool, really, really cool. And that was with the assistance of the Caro, because um, the um, a lot of the transmissions that were I was being given, they were growing. And as they were growing, once they reached their critical mass within my being, right, that was supporting me in that whole journey for the breakthrough. And one of those um, one of those transmissions is one is a right that actually changes the way your body ages. It changes the way you you um, progress through time. Okay, it changes the way one's body literally progresses through time. Okay, and and I mean, I, I, it's so important for us to understand what it means to be as a multidimensional, because when you look at this as in a multidimensional way, it's like, oh, of course, of course you can progress through time differently. Some people are more accelerated through time than others, you know, some people, right? And of course, you know, uh, the geometry that's in your body is, is, uh, is uh, you know, indicative to what, re what reality your consciousness is unfolding, right? <laughs> But but if that's not in place, that sounds like something that's impossible. It sounds like a contradictory to reality when you when you say things like that. <clears throat> All right, let me get back to you. so so the cube, the Metatron's cube, Metatron himself. I'm going to include that. And I'm, I'm sorry, this is bumping up against belief systems, but like I say, things are true until they're not. They're true for you until they're not. That was a great teacher until it wasn't. That was the right teacher until it wasn't. It was a teacher of light until they became a teacher of the dark. That's that's how it is with everything. So the flower, the the daisy of death, is empowering until it's not. You see what I mean? Your spirit is the one driving your life force through this timeline, through this reality. Okay. Your spirit is, you may think it's your ego, but it's not. Your ego is really the one that's along for the ride, trying to make sense of the game, but your spirit is putting you, putting the steps in front of you. You see what I mean? The Sri Yantra. I love the Sri Yantra. And no, that's not at all that if you overlay the Sri Yantra on the flower of life or even Metatron's cube, it doesn't fit. You, you guys check it out. It doesn't fit. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not a harmonic fit. I know I tried that because that was one of the things I was like, oh, does that mean the Sri Yantra too is distorted? And uh, so far, what what I've explored, it doesn't. It seems like the Sri Yantra still has that integrity. That integrity. Um, anyway, uh, getting back to to. Oh crap! I was on that vein, and I and I just glanced over and I lost it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll go through. There's a lot of comments now. So let me go through the comments and let's see if I can pick back the path, the, this the thread that I was on. All right, I feel more comfortable. All right, so um, Joanne says the path has been wind, a winding one with many lessons with nuances along the way. 
but never led astray. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hello, so so schooling. Good to see you, dear. Uh, hello, Tony. Nice to see you. Paul, um, Polly uh, says, amazing. Polly is such a dog with a bone investigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I encourage you guys to check her out. Um, and it's interesting. You know, oh, okay, so let me go down. Let me finish. I, there was, I was going to go on a tangent, but I want to not do that because that will totally take me for the rest of this time. All right. Are you saying the Metatron's cube, Daisy Dust, is part of the control matrix, synthetic version of wildlife? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't mean it's not going to empower you. If it's going to, it's going to do what it needs to do until it doesn't. And your job is to notice when it stops, when it's no longer something that's liberating you. Okay. Now I'm talking. Yeah. So all right. So maybe we're, I might be confusing terms. Daisy of death is not the same as the flower of life. And um, and let me see if I have. I don't have any images. So how can I get some images? All right. You guys know what the flower of life is. I'm talking. Or the they they don't know. Okay. Because. All right, let me see if I can get a graphic up here to show you guys those geometries that I'm talking about. Let's 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 try that first, because <clears throat> I don't I, I feel like we're confusing people by what we're talking about. Um, it's way back there too. That was posted a long time ago. Long time ago that was posted. Um, if anybody has my PM that has that graphic, actually, Beverly, if you're still here, can you go through those postings and find that graphic where it has the daisy of death next to the flower of life and explains um, that, you know, that has that? I know it's on the Telegram group for sure. It's way back there, though. It was several weeks ago, I think, that it was posted. And, uh, and so, and here's the thing, and, and once you... I'm going to scroll through and see if I can talk at the same time. So here's the thing. There's always truth woven in with the distortions. Nothing is a straight out lie. Everything is a tweak on the truth. It's a skew to the truth. Okay. And this is why no matter if your teacher is dark or light, you're going to get somewhere because the inner compass inside of you, your spirit inside of you is going to steer you to look at the truth. <clears throat> Even if it's a two by four hitting you in the head, right? Your spirit is doing that. And, and it's never going to stop. It's never going to give up on you. It's going to constantly bring it, bring it, bring it until eventually what needs to get seen and acknowledged gets seen and acknowledged. That, that's what, that, what that's um, going to be. So it goes on for lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. It's, you know, you know, when you feel like sometimes start to people start to feel like, you know, maybe God hates me because the same thing keeps happening over and over and over again. OK, it's not that God hates you. It's your spirit who loves you, who loves every molecule, every speck particle of your being, because you are love and you're every, you know, at the particle level you are. That's love. Right. Um, what it is, is that you there's a pattern alive inside of you that you don't know is there. And you need to look at something. You need to look at it in order to experience a different pattern, something different. And this is why we experience things over and over and over again. It never seems to change, right? It's because we didn't see what needed to be seen. We didn't go to, we didn't find the deeper level that was there. Okay. I'm still scrolling through. I'm not finding it yet. Oh my gosh. So. If anybody, um, if any of you guys are also on our Telegram group, if you can help me here a little bit with this, with this posting, it has the natural organic flower of life and the um, daisy of death right next to each other. 
it actually labels, I think it even says those, lab, um, labels those that way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up here in a minute if I don't find it in the next few scrolls. Uh-huh. All right, I'm just going to have to let you guys, let me let you guys support me on that. Um, I'm not going to make it. I don't want to waste everybody's time here. Watching me scroll. Yeah, it's like you're sitting at home with your teenager scrolling, 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 scrolling. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna minimize this now. Let's see where you are. There we go. All right. Any any contributions here? Any any um textings? No. Okay. Okay. So when you think about the flower of life, most people think about John Velo's flower of life, the one that he brought forward all those years ago. Okay. That isn't what I'm calling the daisy of death. The true flower of life is the ones you see like, um, what's his name? Um, Dan Winters, the, um, the guy that's the leading physics, um, leading expert in, um, ascension physics, kundalini rising physics, stuff like that. And it's a torsion field that has these spirals happening within it. So there's spirals on the outside and there's spirals on the inside. It's this beautiful feminine looking flower. That's the actual flower of life. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. That's the actual flower of life. All right. Now, hopefully I'm not, I'm not describing that. All right. It's, it's somewhere, I don't know, maybe, all right, yeah, I'll get to the Merkaba. Let me go back to the comments here. Uh-huh. And what about Metatron's cube? Yeah, yeah, I don't use it, but yeah, yeah. So the flower of life, the Metatron's cube is within the flower of life. So are the plantonic solids that is within the flower of life. Okay, now uh, the, the um, all right, I'm saying that wrong. I'm totally using the wrong terminology and I'm making confusion happen. I, I apologize for that. Let me go back. Metatron's cube is within the daisy of death. And so are the platonic solids. They are also within the daisy of death. See, what happens is that humans assume the control system is just these um, controllers, maybe ET bloodlines, and, you know, the actual control system is closing down. Our consciousness is not on the Akashic level and not on the light body level and not on the frequency level. But what I'm here to tell you is that it is. It's on the frequency level, it's on the, it's on the light body level, it's on many levels, this control system. And um, when we do transmissions with the daisy of death, right, you're reinforcing the structures. But the reason why they're doing that, the reason why that's part of the thing is because we, as our conscious multidimensionality wakes up within our bio suit, we, our spirit, our infinite nature actually has the power to take our bio suit over completely and, and destroy all of those distortion frequencies running through our system. It will shatter, it shatters those, those geometries. Okay. It shatters those false rever inverted encodements. It shatters these pieces. Ooh, 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 I think Jackie might've found it. Awesome. Did you find it, Jackie? Thank you, dear. Aha! Yes, she did. She did. Okay, now how do I get it from my device onto my computer? <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to forward this to Beverly. And Beverly, if you can bring that, um, send that to me through Facebook, that would be helpful. Um, Uh-oh. Okay, multitasking on this level is not a... 
you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send it to the Telegram group so you guys can go to the Telegram group and look at it. And then I'll also go to the Telegram group and, and draw it up. So, because I can share my screen with this particular software. All right, going all the way back down to the bottom. I don't know, I feel like you guys need the visual. That's, that's all. I just really feel like that visual needs to be in place. Oh boy, okay. None of this is functioning for me. Yikes, yikes. <laughs> okay, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to have help there. It's it's not it's not gonna happen. Uh, uh, so so getting back to the uh, your human spirit, your inf your infinite nature has the power to actually just shatter all those realities. But here's the thing: it's it, we, our ego driver needs to be prepared for that to happen. Okay, our ego driver. Um, will go into shock if too much change happens too quickly. And this is why we're going through these phases that we're going through right now. We have to um, uh, uh, pace ourselves with the purge. We have to pace ourselves with our awakening or else it's just, it's too much too fast and it's a shock, you know. Um, if you guys ever seen anybody that's gone through a major traumatic event, like, you know, uh, like the folks at, you know, in the World Trade Center, um, when that that mega ritual happened and you know people are just walking around like zombies you know that that's what happens when when too much of your reality gets destroyed at once you know and and and, and our infinite nature loves every particle of us and doesn't want that trauma to occur because it'll shut us down and we won't be able to operate our bio suits once we wake up you see what i mean it'll it'll literally shut our bio suits um shut down Okay. All right. Let me, um, so Metatron, so Metatron is a being, it's a collection. It's a, it's a council of beings that pretend, presents itself as a single being, but it's actually a council of beings. And this being is, um, a descent of the original consciousness of, um, of a being that, that came to help humanity. Only thing is, as it fell, as it came in through those those control systems into our reality, he became bifurcated. And so he too fell in consciousness and became part of the control system. Okay. And this is shown to us holographically all over the place. I mean, look at the story of Jesus, right? We had a profound being come through the realms, through all the control systems, quite literally retake humanity for the truth of who we really are as infinite beings, the children of the universe. Right. Whether you believe in him or not, doesn't matter. The fact that that being was here through immaculate conception, through, you know, the goddess, the, the great mother line brought him here. Pachamama brought him here. But even and, and even though he did do all those things, there was a shadow side to that, which was the control system that hijacked his message. Right. So not only did we have the Christ message, we had the Antichrist message. So if you look at that as being a, um, a micro of the macro, right, of what's going on, you'll, then you can start to see what I mean, what I'm trying to say with that. And I don't use what many spiritual communities do. Yes, a lot of people embrace um, Metatron, Metatron's Cube. Um, what I have found, there's a lot of tech, technical stuff, AI stuff within that cube. If you if you dive in the cube without your belief systems and just go into the feelings of things when you're when you're working the energy and, you know, you'll start to realize it. you'll start to get some anomalous type data sets that you don't know what to do with because they won't fit in your particular frame of reality. This is how I this is how I explored it and realized, oh, crap, you know, <laughs> does humanity stand a chance? Oh, but oh, yeah, and I have to get that back to that Saturn thing. 
All right, so Tricky says, yes, I think the Daisy of Death really resonates with me for a long time. I only recently noticed the cubes within the Daisy of Death after you shared it next to the Lotus. Oh, yeah, thank you for clearing all this up. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And Soul Schooling says, Soul Schooling, where are you? Um, and not add another, but a how did I do that? My thing's not scrolling correctly. I beg your pardon. Soul Schooling says, yes, I got sidetracked at Metatron's Cube. Ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never knew it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How about the teachings where it says to see yourself in Metatron's cube? What's the effect of that? Yes, right. What is the see? This see the, these are truths. All right. It's distortions within the truths. This is all of our reality, guys. Spiritual or not, ascending or not, doesn't matter what the language is. There's always distortions within the truth. This is why I'm telling you guys about your spirit is in charge of your journey. You need to acknowledge. So if someone is really turning turned on by the Daisy of Death and those transmissions, it's because you need to visit it for some reason. There's some part of you, perhaps, lost in those teachings that you need to reclaim. There's some part of you that needs to get touched by that frequency in order to wake you up to it, you, you, you know? So, so there's never a, um, a, never really a mistake when it comes to that kind of thing. All right. It's, it's never like, you know, there's never wasted time in that way. I have people ask me all the time. I just want to make sure I'm on the right path and I'm not wasting any time. It's like, you know what, when you're following your feet, when you're following your spirit, you're never wasting your time. Your presence is never a waste. It's always going to bring you something beneficial, even if it's through darkness, even if it's through dark teachers. I had a teacher that, you know, I thought was the most amazing thing on the planet. And um, just to find out that she was dark. You know, but did I stop working with her, with her? Not right away, because um, I, I realized, like, wait a minute, that was a huge blind spot. How did I even get, get into that? And uh, and I stuck around. It got really painful after that. But that pain, that that trauma, that those repeated patterns, I needed to see them. I needed to experience them so I can see things on another level. Okay, so it's a dark light doesn't matter. Left path, right path doesn't matter. They take you to the same place, which is the path that your spirit's taking you on. Your spirit is taking you somewhere. Your ego driver doesn't have a freaking clue what's going on, though it does eventually, as you integrate, start to wake up and figure things out slowly but surely, but only after the fact, right? That's the frustrating part. <laughs> Okay, so um, the post from January 14th in the Telegram group. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tricky. So so the post on January 14th, the Telegram, Telegram group shows the, um, the, the graphic of what I'm talking about here. All right, and so schooling says, and not to add another symbol, but what about the Merkaba? What's another one used? And that's another one used in a lot of communities. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you guys, you guys, you're making me get into the hot, into the boiling water here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a thing. But let me ask you something. There may be a lot of communities that use the Merkaba as a vehicle, but how many of those communities agree on which direction those those uh, those tetrahedrons spin? How many of those uh, communities agree? Some say one should be going clockwise, the other one should be counterclockwise. Another says both should be going clockwise because we live in a clockwise universe or a clockwise galaxy. Now, if we know that our, if our, the very control systems are also um, hijacking our, the consciousness of our galaxy, where does that put that, that idea, right? 
Um, some say that you want to have both moving counterclockwise and that way um, you are unwinding your attachments into the false reality, right? Who agrees? None of them agree. None of them agree. And really that teacher I was just talking about that I thought was light, that was dark, she absolutely rocked the Merkaba, you know? And she also rocked the idea about God, you know, speaking directly to God, God himself. So the Merkaba teachings never resonated with me. And that is because my interdimensional entourage have been giving me teachings that exist that did not exist in this galaxy yet. And I know that sounds crazy. And I thought it was nuts. I thought there was something wrong with me for the longest time. But then I realized, oh my gosh, I just have this profound entourage of beings working with me that have been mentoring me in completely different ways than I've ever than I've ever um, walked before. It's like those past life mystery school experiences were essential. Those past life um, experiences as different beings was absolutely essential. And they're teaching me a whole new way, a whole another way to wake those wake these pieces up inside. So instead of the Merkaba, what they taught me was the diamond tetrahedron. So that's when you have two, two um, four-based pyramids on top of each other that do this. And once I awaken the, um, that, that, dub that double um, tetrahedron like that, that diamond shape like that, then, uh, then that is the light body vehicle. That was, the, that was the one that was congruent with my frequency. So it was a diamond, okay? It was not a Merkaba. Now, like I said, there is no good, bad, right, and wrong. So if you're really drawn to rocking the Merkaba, there's a reason why, and you need to do it until you figure out what that reason is, right? You need to because your spirit has you there. As you sharpen your compass, you'll start to recognize when things don't work anymore, you know, because they won't work anymore. Things will start to deteriorate. Things will start to get stagnant. Things will start to get boring, right? That that's that's the kind of thing that starts to happen when thing when a teaching has taken you to the limit and you're not going to get any further with it, then things start to stagnate and and you feel stuck or you know not moving or things don't feel as good as they used to feel, that kind of thing. All right, so um, the other one says, let's see, Tammy says, can you post a picture in the rise group? Um, yeah, Beverly, can you post a picture of that in the Rise group when you find it or um, or, or whomever? Um, Jim says, I tried to share the link, but it won't share. All right. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. All right. So Beverly says she sent it to me versus FB message. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to work this out. We will work it out. There it is. Oh, cool. And I have the full screen version. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen. Share. Share screen. Um, I want to share, boom, I want to share a brave tab. Where is it at? There it is. Okay. You guys can see that this, all right. So this, this is the, what everybody thinks is the flower of life. That's the daisy of death. This is the flower of life. This is the, the true um fe feminine the great mother flower of life okay this this over here is infinite movement it'll it'll never cease to move this over here is highly organized 
and does not have a life force beyond the life force fed into it. Okay, that's the difference. The difference is that one geometry creates infinite movement, inf infinite light, infinite consciousness. The other one has to be fed light, has to be fed consciousness in order to continually to, to perpetuate. That's the difference. And if you notice, um, there's another version of this without it being encapsulated in a circle. So this very image is a truncated image. See, it, it's the micro and the macro being reflected to you here versus this on the left-hand side, this image, there, there's no truncation here. This is the, this is the, um, the orb of spin in its completion. You see what I mean? Versus this one over here, you see all these outer curves here. These are circles, interlocking circles that aren't shown. Okay. There you go. That's, that's, that's the image. Thank you. Thank you guys. All right. All right. All right. We did it. You guys, together we do it. <laughs> all right. Now how do I remove it? There we go. Cool. 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 Thank you so much. Together we get it done. All right. <sighs> okay. Yes. The shock. Okay. So Joanne's saying this is, I think she's saying this is shocking. She's like, wow, this info regarding the geometries through the dimensions is fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. The shock. It is so important that we understand the process needed to wake up uh, the tender gloves with strong intention, much compassion. All right. Thank you for that. Soul schooling doesn't, um, doesn't sound crazy. And I can totally relate um, if this is soul schooling. Um, it's hard to come across more and more teachings that most around you, that are most around you are into, whoops, the most around you are into, oh shoot, this screen just moved are into and I never was. I'm I'm sure I'm thankful for finding you. I sure am thankful for finding you, dear. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Yeah, you know, I felt the same way. See, this is what this star seeds, this is how we are. We do not fit into any of those boxes because incongruencies, we feel it like in our bones. Maybe we can't put our finger on it, but we just know there's something not right. We can't explain it. We can't justify it. It's just not, it's just something about it's not right. Um, but that's because we are we're of a, of a very different frequency or in here not to perpetuate the past, not to recreate what's been done. We're here to step into the new, to dream forward, to create the new, what has not been thought of yet, what has not been imagined yet. That's why we're here. We have that capacity. You see? All right. Um, I'm tripping. Tricky says, I just looked up the Merkaba and that resonates with me as part of the Saturn control matrix, some of the daisy of death. The Merkaba is another representation of the cube pentagon. Yes, thank you. And you're bringing the Saturn piece back. Thank you, because I, I wanted to complete that. So in a, um, one of our dream clinics, um, just yesterday, we discovered a very interesting overlay. Anyways, and, and I'm going to bring in the planet Jupiter now. So I was, in the beginning, I was talking about those planets being the final threshold of that 4D canopy going into you know, our soul's journey beyond who we think we are. And, uh, and so Jupiter holds a frequency that's like the gateway of mystery schools in our mythology. Jupiter was also the god, the king of all the gods, like the prime, the prime creator of all the gods. And, um, and then you had Saturn, which is, you know, those systems and what we discovered in that dream clinic. And this is fascinating guys, fascinating is how the, um, the frequencies that Jupiter is holding, because Jupiter went through a major transformation in 94, which released all the teachings, you know, um, through the solar ring. 
that the, the, the transmissions coming from Jupiter are distorted by a Saturn overlay. So there's actually uh, um, a distort, uh, a Saturn frequency that's encompassing the frequencies of Jupiter. It's like in, 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 in those frequencies in that consciousness emanation is, you know, it's getting um, flipped and reversed by Saturn teachings, by the Saturn frequencies. Now, not to say that Saturn is evil, because it's not, you know, all of these planets are participating in the evolution of our consciousness. So they're all playing a role, just like dark teachers play a role. See, once you learn how to navigate the Saturn frequencies, maintaining your integrity, autonomy, and sovereignty, then you've decoded the problem, you've decoded that piece. And that's no longer something that you struggle with, right? So for those of us who have learned to take control of our health, we are the ones in charge of our health and wellness. We don't defer to a doctor to tell, to tell us what we need to be doing for our health and wellness. Many of us don't even go to doctors because we, you know, we think, it's, you know, it's just, we're not in resonance with, with that whole philosophy. You know, so once you learn how to reclaim your, your health and wellness, right, and live that lifestyle and do what you need to do for the self-care and the diet and, you know, all those ways, you've transcended the control, that that level of control matrix of the dark lord, of that dark lord of Saturn, right? You learn, you learn to educate yourself or educate your children. You reclaim the education of the future generations. That's another, you do that, you figure out how to actually have that as reality in your life. You've just transcended another control matrix held together by Saturn. So, you know, as you go through these pieces, as you go through each one of these control systems and figure out your own way to navigate through it, you've transcended the control system. And this group that we do, the Dream Clinic, you know, we're all in that process. Many of us are in different stages of the process of transcending control systems, but we're all in that process nonetheless. And, that, and so it was through dream time we were able to recognize how these overlays were were interfering with people's um, uh, transmissions and and pathway to reconnecting with themselves reconnecting with with their um, their inner infinite nature so i mean that was just mind-blowing to me i was just i'm so so amazed that we discovered that and then we unwound that you know um and, and this is and this is the thing so say you're a being like us and you um, work with someone who really embraces the um, day, the daisy of death, and they do transmissions. They're not going to affect you because you've tra you've transcended that. It's like pink, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you've transcended those control systems. You already know how to navigate around them. You're not buying into it. You're not a victim of it, right? You, you're done with that. You you're you're beyond that. You're not touched. You're not harnessed by it anymore. So, so this, so this is why um, I've told people in the past, don't worry, don't worry too much about it. I'm, I'm posting this to really touch, to make contact with the people who are feeling um, um, like they have no place, you know, because star seeds really visit that often. They feel like they have no place because no one around them is resonating in the same way. So this is why I post these things. I'm not really trying to call people out saying some are right and some are wrong. I'm just calling a spade a spade to help out other star seeds. Now, if you love the flower of life and you resonate with it, or if you super resonate with the Merkaba, great, do it. Like I said, it's going to continue and you're going to continue to do that until you don't.
and that's just how it is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, so, um, yeah, yep, some, so true, star seeds in the way, yeah, be and feel, yes, yes, yes. All right, Joanne says, yes, the new, I cannot get into the Merkaba. I felt guilty that I was simply not spiritual. I felt guilty and that I simply was not spiritual enough. Wow, Joanne, that's amazing. Okay, so all these years, all these dec decades, you knew. Cool. You knew without knowing, right? All right. I think the reason I read this is um, tricky says, um, I think the reason why I recently noticed the control mix matrix within the daisy is because it's no longer serving me. I used to be very weary about the control matrix, but now I know it can't affect me anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, that's it. Now you guys could now you see what I'm talking about. It's the way it is until it's not. And, you know, <laughs> and that's just how it is. It's like that way until it's not. And, and you know, we have all these belief systems in place about these certain pieces, but it, it doesn't need to. No, 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 no. It's way more simple than that. Keep walking your path, doing what you know is right in your soul and supporting yourself in your health and wellness, what's right within, within your soul. And you're not going to be steered wrong. And that's not to say you're, you're going to um, um, divert from, from hardship or adversity. or It's not to say that you're not going to have challenges because you are. It's just the way you face those challenges are totally different. And every time you work out that challenge, you're that much stronger and afterwards. You see what I mean? Um, and that's getting me to how do we face these challenges? Um, Dear Sister Soul, Soul, Soul Schooling mentioned something within the Telegram group about um, self practices, and and you know simple is best. I love I love simplicity. Um, and she mentioned something about um, um, simple breathing exercises and stretching out is helping her body cope. And and this is what I recommend to everybody. And the breathing exercises are so potent right now because the telluric realm is waking up out of the control system the telluric realm by embracing the telluric the, by embracing what the telluric realm can offer our biosuit and our experience within their biosuit this is a massive level of support for us okay um and the main piece that i'm talking about is breath work breath work you are working with the telluric realm whether you realize it or not you're working with not only the air people but you're working with, on a molecular level you're working with the oxygen you're working with the different gases that you're inhaling so oxygen is the equivalent to the frequency of love hydrogen is the equivalent to the frequency of gratitude Okay, so breathing exercises by deepening the intake of oxygen, right? By deepening our presence of gratitude, we are we are supporting our biosuit, the, the mitochondria within our biosuit in a huge way, and we benefit for a lot from that. So if you have no other self-care practice um, in your world and want one, breathing is the is the is the one the breath work um it's so important that you know i enlisted one of our um one of our uh, uh facilitators in light body to facilitate breath work on monday nights because it's so stabilizing and and uh, it stabilizes our nervous system right it stabilizes our internal environment there's so many layers to it that it helps us that it you know it um supports us so if there's no other other thing but breathing that's that's enough that's enough. 
All right, soul schooling says yes. When I was doing the breath, when I was doing the breathing, it literally felt like everything that was alive around me was seeing me, and I was seeing them. It was beyond profound and unexpected. Exactly, exactly. And this is what's happening in the Tuluric realm right now. Humans are waking up to it, and as we pay attention, they are paying attention back. You see what I mean? Uh, there was a I had an experience in my backyard the other day. It's beautiful spring day. Uh, and, and I was sitting just, I had my eyes closed. I was listening to the birds. There were so many birds out. And at first it started off with some cardinals and some robins, you know, they're kind of loud and, and they're in the, the forefront of my awareness. But then as I just breathed and relaxed my system and listened more and more and more, it became like a cascade of bird calls cascade after cascade after cascade and it get louder and louder and louder and I was going into this altered state and actually can feel the bird calls going through my body it was amazing right but this but this is exactly what um, what's happening right now for star seat multi-dimensionals and nature the more we pay attention to it the more response we get, the more you pay attention to the trees, the more response you get, the more attention to, you know, different forms, the more response we get. And, and this is because we're waking up to that interconnected reality. We're waking up to that interconnectedness on a whole nother level, you know, um, <clears throat> and it's time and we need to re-embrace our role with, um, with, our role as a creator being with the telluric realm because what we think what we imagine what we feel what we convey includes them okay just like when and uh, last week i was talking about uh you know um, with sorcery and stuff when you're shooting anger at somebody there's a, an elemental kick get caught up in that current and turn into a dagger right that is how the telluric realm was impacted by us now imagine if we were using our connection or utilizing our interconnectedness to breathe love to breathe more love more gratitude more openness more sense of adventure more sense of awe then that impacts the telluric realm as well we're, we're breathing that into their realm and of course that comes right back okay that comes right back to us because that interconnectedness is a baseline for our existence here, okay? There are no islands when it comes to interdimensional reality. There are no islands, even in space. It looks like there's an endless empty space between the stars, but now what science tells us that there is a intricate web of electromagnetic frequencies that we can't see that are binding all those stars together. You see what I mean? So that interconnected piece is so essential because as we build that connection, as we accept it and allow ourselves to be supported and, and, and we start to bring our dreams forward on what we really want, what we truly want in our reality, you have a whole uh, population of elementals that are going to help you do that. They're going to collude with you in creating it. And then that turns into... What I what recently I heard termed magical money, all right. Not that it boils down to money. For some people it might, but it boils down to getting what we want, like having it the opportunity fall in our lap. Okay, that's grace. That's synchronicity. That's that's how life is meant to be. That magical walk from synchronistic moment to synchronistic moment. A lot of people believe you have to do a lot of work in order to step into the flow, right? 
But really what happens is we, our infinite being is the flow. We are constantly flowing with nature. The problem is, is that there's so many bass backwards distortions from the control systems that we're in that um, we have so many inhibitions wired within our subconscious, within our cells that, that do not allow that flow. So as we step into unraveling our blind spots and our inhibitions to the truth of who we are, the more flowing we become just naturally without any kind of process. We just are. You see what I mean? All right, darlings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, it was really lovely to talk to you guys and huge shout out to um, young trick named Jim and soul schooling um, you guys um, engaging in that conversation in telegram. That was really great. Thank you for that. And the other, the other piece that I was thinking about talking about, I mean, I wove some of it in here, but um, I'll, I'll talk about it another time. Because uh, this was important. It's important to talk about these things so we can transcend that 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 intrepidness of are we making a mistake, right? It's, it's nothing. It's never a mistake. Everything is going to teach you something more and more and more. All right. Love you guys. If you want to dive deeper into unwinding intuitive blind spots with me, I encourage you guys to check out our Dreamtime Healing Project. That's at lifebodyacademy.com. Um, I can't uh, speak more about this project. I love it. And now that we've, we've really got it dialed in now, there's amazing conversations like this, but not only just the conversations, but the tracking of the energies um, in a group context that happens in that, in that experience. So I encourage you guys to, um, if you feel called, called, you know, pull the trigger. Now's the time. Don't wait. All right. Mwah, you guys, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.